Welcome to episode one of the High Limit Room. The I guess we can call this the official podcast of the High Limit series. Uh, my name is Dylan Welch. I'm one of the announcers this year for the High Limit series. And uh, I think you probably know the other two guys, uh, series founders, uh, part-time competitors or full-time competitors, I guess, in the High Limit series, maybe if you're Kyle. Uh, Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet. Um, Brad, before uh, we actually do this show, we have to do a victory toast. And this was your idea for <laughs> Kyle on Sunday at Richmond. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you uh, lead the victory toast. We all have our drinks here. Uh, what is that? What's everybody drinking? We had to we had we had to you know it took us so long to record this show because we had to find a time that fit into Brad's drinking schedule. So now that we've got that figured out, we're all ready to go. So Brad, take it away. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's a few things that we're gonna toast to. Obviously, I I was able to get a win at Devil's Bowl. Kyle was finally able to get a win at Richmond. He got lucky. And, uh, and then also, uh, we got a toast to, uh, the first race at Lakeside coming up. Uh, it's a lot, a lot of exciting things for the whole high limit team here. So cheers. Indeed. Cheers. Oh, what's everybody, what do you, what's everybody drinking? Brad, you got a white claw? Yeah. It's five o'clock somewhere. I hope (laughs) not Not in California, (laughs) not here, but it's all right. You can do a, you can do a couple white claws during the day here. What That's do you right. got, Larson? I uh, I got some smoke wagon from up there. So, um, yeah, it's good. It's good. All right. I like uh, that. It's probably the earliest I've ever had some bourbon. It's a nice day in Charlotte, though. It's like it's drinking weather in Charlotte. Yeah, it's like 80 it's degrees like here today. 85 degrees outside. He'll, yeah. be at si- he'll be at Saeed's here in a couple hours. Oh, yeah. yeah I think Dylan's still waiting to sing his song from the other night. <laughs> I am still recovering from Sunday night. Let's just uh, let's put it that way. Um, all right. So quickly, for, for those of you watching, we're going to do this show as kind of a preview to each of the now 11 remaining high limit races um, and just kind of get in here and, and talk shop, kind of bench race and, and let these guys tell some stories and uh, and have fun with it. So we're excited, uh, excited to kind of be a part of this and, and to have this, uh, get off the ground here this week. And of course, um, uh, previewing Lakeside, the first race, um, which is uh, less than a week away, the heartland of America showdown presented by Trackhouse racing. So, uh, first things first though, guys, and I'm gonna get your thoughts on this. The high rollers are announced. They were announced on Sunday, the full-time guys. Um, and I'm not going to go through and read everybody's name, but it's a who's who's list of, uh, sprint car racers, Tyler Courtney, you know, multi-time all-star champion, Rico Abreu, uh, Sam Hayfertieb Jr. and ASCS champion. You got all these, all these talented guys that are committed to uh, 25 of them committed to running the full season. So, um, Kyle, we can start with you. What's, what's your thoughts on the group that's, uh, that's assembled and, and, you know, kind of getting ready to go to Lakeside. I, I think it's super exciting. I think um, I think we're all shocked at how many you know signed up to follow uh, the the eleven race season. Um, some extremely talented race car drivers, great teams, um, drivers who've won you know marquee events. You know Brent Marks. I think you know the season that he had last year. You know, having him now run, know that he's gonna run all eleven of our races is is pretty damn cool. So um, and it's. Honestly, it's the first time I get to follow a series in a sprint car since um, you know my local days in California. So I'm I'm excited to get back in the sprint car with Paul Silva, get to compete with all those competitors, but but not only them, you know, a lot of the other uh guys who maybe not get to go to all eleven, but you know, come dabble in when we you know go to Pennsylvania or or just different regional drivers that are really good in those regions. So um definitely a great, uh, great crop of of teams and drivers. What are we, uh, what are we expecting total car count wise at Lakeside? Do we know yet? 
Um, we, I mean, we can guesstimate, obviously we got our 26 and then, uh, you know, I've spoke to most of the outlaw teams, I would say 95% of them are coming. And then you're going to have those guys that didn't commit to the whole series that are kind of the Midwesterners that are going to come. So, uh, my guess is right around 50, uh, I think 50 solid, good guys. Uh, so, uh, pretty spectacular show, uh, Tuesday night. How much recruiting did you guys individually do to get guys that, you know, that wanted to commit to the full season? Was that something that that was, uh, you know, part of your your job as as promoter or, or was that something where you didn't have to work too hard at it? And guys, guys really just wanted to come do it and come run the full season. Yeah, I don't we didn't do any uh, we didn't try to convince anybody to do it. We just basically came up with the concept that we thought people would really enjoy. And the whole goal of this, you know, from the original you know, conversation was to make sprint car racing bigger and better and, and give them more money to race for. So we figured putting something out like this out there middle of the week with, the, with the big paydays that we uh, would have a good following. Obviously it's really gratifying to see it all come to life and actually get the following and the, the industry is really back in it. And a lot of guys are excited. So uh, it's really cool to, to be a part of that. Yeah. And, and to have the names associated with it, right. And, and Shane Stewart and Justin Marks who, uh, are, are coming on to to not only uh, you know make it a you know a big race monetarily, but just to add some star power too. Kyle, obviously, you have a relationship with uh, with both of those guys in the past, and um, I'm imagining it's it's pretty exciting and pretty fun for you to be able to kind of get the get the band back together and and do something like this. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's really cool. You know, when we originally set out to do all these races, you know, we were going to be the sole promoters of of all the events. And um, when Shane and Justin approached us, um, it was kind of a no brainer. And just you know, really, really cool to get you know, the three of us, you know, now including Brad, um, back together. You know, we had a lot of fun in the Larson Marks days. Um, you know, with Shane, you know, kind of developing our sprint car team and you know, winning a King's Royal for us and, and challenging for outlaw championships. So, um, a lot of fun, you know, back in 2000, I guess, 14, 15, 16 or so then. Um, so yeah, I know it was, it was, uh, just a lot of fun and, and cool to have you know, Shane see where he's at in his career now on the promotion side, all the stuff Justin Marks has now accomplished, um, both on the racetrack, but, but off the racetrack as a, as a businessman and team owner in the cup series, is uh it's been amazing to follow his his kind of career path um and justin's just he's got a crazy mind and uh i look forward to seeing him you know him and shane kind of grow this event into something bigger uh i don't know if they've released a photo of the trophy yet or anything but I think the they trophy just did today is, the trophy, <laughs> trophy's amazing so um yeah. I, I i like to chase trophies too so um that's one i think all of us will want to win yeah that's and, it's it's cool trophy for sure yeah. Well, and you mentioned, you know, Justin kind of being, you know, associated with some with some crazy ideas and some um some stuff like that. A fifty thousand dollar race to start off the season. Not how we drew it up, but it's uh it doesn't get any crazier than that, right? I mean, that's that if you're gonna come out of the gate uh and make a statement, doing it for a fifty grand to win race is is pretty spectacular. Not only a fifty grand to win, but on a Tuesday night. Right. I think <laughs> that's what's uh that's what's pretty pretty awesome about our series is you know. Uh, a lot of money for these teams to chase um, when they typically wouldn't be, you know, racing for that kind of money, even on a weekend, but let alone a midweek while they're on their way to maybe another event. So um, yeah, 50,000 win at Lakeside uh, is going to be pretty awesome. I know, I know it sounds like that uh, they've had a lot of pre-sale tickets and um, you know, the buzz around the event is, is really, really up there. 
that's what I was going to ask. You guys obviously have a great feel of of the pulse kind of of sprint car racing and and not only competitors but but race fans and and the like too. So what is what has been the um you know anticipation level that you guys maybe personally have experienced I me mean, as far as even people just reaching out to you or stopping you at the racetracks or anything. I mean what's what's the feedback been like? Yeah, definitely for me, you know, being at the racetrack quite a bit, uh, you know, a lot of good feedback, a lot of excitement. <clears throat> Uh, it's just different. It's kind of new and exciting, uh, middle of the week. Obviously the race teams are super pumped, um, you know, to race for 50 grand on a Tuesday night, uh, you know, right around the location that they're going to be anyway. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's just, you know, something that, that everybody's really getting behind and, and a lot of excitement's building and, you know, it's, it's year one. So we know that, um, you know, it's going to take some time for, for people to, really recognize and understand our brand and, and what we're doing. And uh, I think it's off to a really good start though, so far. Well, and the, the, the overall purse too, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that. I mean, just it's 20 grand for second, 10 for third and, and 2K to start. So it's not just big money to win, you know, it's, it's solid money um, throughout the field, which I know is something that's obviously important to you guys too. Um, I want to, I want to get some memories from you guys from Lakeside. I, I know that both of you were obviously a huge part of, picking hand picking these racetracks that are on the schedule um so why lakeside kyle we can start with you i mean what what's the allure of this place for you and, and why do you why do you want it on the schedule um i mean for me uh i've never raced to lakeside so it's it's one of you just i feel like i mean there's probably more than a handful of tracks i haven't raced to or raced at in a sprint car but um i've never raced there so um you know that I've always, I've, I've gone a handful of times to watch, you know, Brad race the outlaw shows there. And, uh, it's always got you know, great racing. Um, I don't typically love like half miles and stuff. And I, and I'm not sure if they classify it as a half mile, but it's gotta be close to a half mile, but it seems like it races a lot better than most half miles too. So, um, that dirt's really, really great. I think that region has a lot of race fans. Um, every time I've gone to an event there, it's, I mean, it takes forever to get out of the track because there's so many fans there. So, um, just a great atmosphere. I think, um, you know, it's got the facility to hold a big event like we're putting on and, um, you know, what better place to, to have it, have a race that big, um, you know, than Lakeside for our first, our first race of the year. You've had success <laughs> at big tracks. Why, why do you feel like that's not a place that you, it was maybe at the top of, top of your list or whatever? Um, I just, I love, I love like, and you can see it based off, based off our schedule, you know, most, I think all of our races besides Lakeside are like quarter mile to three eights. And, um, I just feel like you see more, more exciting races on those size tracks, like a half mile. I feel like it's gotta be like the perfect scenario, um, to have a, a great race. Um, unless you're like Knoxville or Eldora, um, you know, maybe Port Royal. Um, but aside from that, you know, it's, it's hard to put on good races at those you know, half mile tracks where quarter mile and three eights, it's like naturally just happens all the time. You got, you know, wild finishes, wild races, crashes, you know, a lot of times half miles just turn into, you know, who qualified the best that night, who drew the best pill in the dash, like that stuff. But, um, so yeah, it was fun kind of drawing up our schedule this year of, cause there's so many, obviously so many more racetracks out there than 11 tracks and, um, yeah, kind of hand picking them and, in the regions and the fan bases and and what we would think would be the best racing was, uh, was a lot of fun. Yeah. What about you, Brad? Lakeside memories. 
Yeah. I mean, Kyle, uh, he made the rule, no, no half miles. So the exception was lakeside, but, uh, you know, when you want to do something big, uh, you need a place that's going to hold enough, enough fans. So the, the business side kicks in a little bit and trying to find that place that we thought could create good racing and, and kick our season off in a region that was, you know, hopefully warm enough in April. Um, obviously it, it narrows it down. So lakeside was, was definitely, uh, the place to go. Uh, I think it could, you know, I've, I've had many great races at lakeside, uh, it's a great spot. So I'm excited. I've won there in the past. Okay, Brad's uh, really good there. That's why he wanted a 50,000 to win. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, when I you're the boss, you can, uh, you can make it. Like, we, we're either going to Lakeside. We can't go to Volusia. Lernerville, so. <laughs> Lerner, 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 our other 50 grand. You know, there's, there's a little strategy to <laughs> that, you know, yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, you know, no, but I, I do like Lakeside to Kyle's point, uh, you know, really good fan base around that area you know, Kansas city's got a lot of race fans and a lot of people are, you know, that are going to be excited to get out, you know, in this, in the spring here to, to see something like, you know, what we're trying to do and to see Kyle Larson, to see Brad sweet, to see all these stars show up on a Tuesday night. Um, you know, we, th we think we're going to get great support there. And I think, you know, the, the amount of talent that's going to be there, uh, there's no doubt that there's, it's going to turn into a great show. Yeah. You're racing, right, Brad? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the, the KKR car or what? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be in the, the Napa 49. <clears throat> I think most of the outlaw teams will, you know, are going to show up to this one in their normal cars and, uh, you know, 50,000 to win shows. There's not a ton of them out there. So these guys are, are definitely licking their chops and, uh, you know, basically our, our group against kind of the outlaws a little bit, you know, I think it, it, there'll be some, uh, some smack talk going for sure. Yeah. That'll be fun. New, uh, new rivalry. The posse's, uh, we're going to yeah, leave the posse right. in the dust. <laughs> Well, the pos half the posse is on our team now. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Yes, yeah. So we've absolved uh, the hey, posse hey there, guys. We finally figured a way to get them off the porch. Danny Dietrich's actually leaving Pennsylvania. Believe it or not, <laughs> that's saying something. Yep, that is saying something. What are you guys looking forward to most about this? I mean, there's a lot. I think on paper, you know, when you look at it, that is you know easy to get excited about. But um, for you guys individually. What are you, what are you kind of, what do you have, what do you have circled as, as something you're excited about or, or something that you're looking forward to? Uh, I mean, for me, it's just more opportunity for me to race a, a wing sprint car. So I'm excited about that. You know, it's, it's hard for me to build out my schedule of dirt races I run each year because there's not enough midweek shows for me to hit. You know, I get to, I'll run Lawrenceburg, the Doty, like those are typically the only, I feel like sprint car races outside of you know, Pennsylvania speed week and, and Ohio speed week, stuff like that. But, um, you know, now, you know, 11, 12 was supposed to be 12 midweek races. That's, that's a lot more for me to run. So that's really exciting. But then also, you know, like building the schedule out, going to tracks that I haven't been to before or going to tracks that race fans haven't been to in a long time, like Eagle. I'm, I'm super excited about Eagle because you're just, uh, they've been kind of starved of sprint car racing there, um, for a long time now. So, yeah, doing doing stuff like that, um, and then just having a great field of cars, going for great money, um, a kind of diverse you know crop of drivers from different parts of the country um, is really exciting. So there there's a lot. There, you know, I could I could keep going on and on about what I'm excited about, but um, really, I think the the biggest thing I'm excited about is just racing, getting to race more than I have you know the last few years. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, to to Kyle's point, I think it's. Uh, it's a good opportunity for us to, to help make sprint car racing bigger and better. And that's what excites me. Um, you know, there's the big picture is, you know, 
past just one event or two events or the inaugural season, it's, you know, what can we do here to, to really elevate sprint car racing? And that, that really excites me. You know, it's, it's trying to make the events better, more exciting, you know, trying to build a fan base, you know, trying to be innovative, just, just, you know, being able to do things that are maybe different, try things because, uh, you know, we are a, a new series. We're in the middle of the week. We're only 11 races. So, you know, it's just an, a good opportunity to see what's going to work. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what we can do for, for sprint car racing as a whole. Absolutely. Um, well, I, I feel like we're, we've got all the bases covered, at least for Lakeside. Um, unless there's something else that you guys, it's on the front of your mind that you want to jump in and say something about. So if, if, if so, please do, uh, Kyle, I feel like we probably should mention your race, uh, coming up leading into Bristol on uh, Thursday, April 6th, the Kyle Larson late model challenge, uh, at volunteer speedway, some big names in that one too. Um, of course yourself. And then, uh, Kyle Bush is going to run and just saw Chase Briscoe is going to run. That's another 20,000 to win. Uh, so you've got that. And then you've got the, that's a the low Bristol paying race too for late models. Yeah. <laughs> do what? So that's a low paying race for late models. Yeah, no, it is. It <laughs> is. But still it's, I mean, you combine that with 50 grand on, uh, on Tuesday, yeah. then you're doing all right. And whatever you do at Bristol, I guess too. Yeah. Finally, finally sprint car races, sprint car races are racing more, you know, for more than a late model race. So you got to quit, you got to quit, quit helping those fender guys out. They're, they're doing just fine over there. It took me to go to late model land to figure it out. So, <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to get, uh, get back in the late model this week. Um, we just built a new car. So it'd be the first race in that, um, the weather wasn't looking very good, but now it's starting to look a lot better. So, um, I think, you know, last year the crowd was huge. The viewership, that was the biggest single day event ever on, on, you know, viewership for flow at the time. So, um, I imagine it's going to be bigger. Um, you know, we've had a lot of rain in this area of the country. Teams are ready to go racing. Fans are ready to go to the racetrack. Um, there's a hundred thousand dollar to win race there. I think the following week. So I think a lot of teams will be there to, to kind of get a little test and tune and, um, you know, see how they stack up and see if they can get better for the following week. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be massive and, and having Kyle Busch, uh, a part of the race, Chase Briscoe, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm, um, I'm excited about it. Hopefully do a little bit better than I did last year. Uh, I think I started on the pole and finished fourth. So, um, we'll see if we can do a little bit better. Brad, when are we getting you in a, a fender car again in a late model? No, no, I'm, I'm out. There's only one Kyle Larson in this world that, that seems like he can go back and forth between all these cars. So I have a hard enough time, uh, you know, winning races in a sprint car. So I guess I got to stay focused doing that. And I, well, you I just enjoy, won last week. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And I enjoy promoting. I let Kyle what about do the, prelude to the dream. What if we ever bring the, the dream, the uh, prelude to the dream back? I mean, I guess never say never. Uh, but I just don't know that. I just don't know if I could compete with those guys. They, they seem, you know, super good. And you're the guy that can kind of jump around. So uh, I let you kind of to lead the ship. I honestly, before you, I really didn't watch late models and now I'm actually somewhat of a late model fan and I actually uh, enjoy the racing a lot. So uh, I, I remember I was laughing. Uh, I think it was when I won the PDC or something a couple of years ago. You're like, I remember you tell me the next week or something like, I would have never watched the late model race before, but here I am laying <laughs> in bed at like midnight or one in the morning. Yeah. Watching you run a late model. Like what? Yeah. Heck? So no. Yeah. I mean, and, and for me, it's like exciting to see you go, you know, to compete with those guys and they're tough. Like you watch, cause I know how good you are versus us. And then like, you know, I can see that you still, 
you know, struggle a little bit, you know, like figuring those cars out. They're definitely different. And, yeah. uh, I just feel like, man, you're, you're the one guy that can probably adapt. I'm not so sure it'd be so easy for me. And at 37, uh, man, I don't think I, I don't, I don't think I have much desire to do it, but I am a fan of it and, uh, I enjoy the racing and, and I'm definitely, uh, a fan of, of all the big events that they have. What is the biggest thing, Kyle, with those cars making that jump that you have, have had to adjust or have had to learn? Is there one thing that jumps out of you? That's like, Oh shit, this is, this is weird. Um, it's, it's always easy. It's just easy for him. Everything. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know that. Yeah. That's why like, I'm it's asking easy for me to go fast, but once it's things just, slow down, that's where I really struggle. So like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it changes a lot, but like, I feel like in the slick, like, like sprint cars, I feel like you, most tracks, I mean, Brad does a really good job, Donnie gravel, like of making grip out of the grip, like finding rhythm and momentum and all that. We're like, all of those late model guys are good at that. Uh, we're always like, I'll think that I'm in the grip and they'll just drive right by me right through the dead slick. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, how did I thought I was in the right part of the track? Um, so I just really struggle when it gets slick, but, um, I think we, we tested last week and I think we learned a lot about, you know, the slick and I'm excited to, to get on track and now try them and, and see if I'm any better. So, um, but yeah, when the track, like, if you look at most all my late model wins, like when the track's got a little bit of moisture, that's when I, I, I can win. I mean, we won by like 16 seconds at, at all tech when there was like a little bit of crumbs through the middle and stuff like that, you know, where there was traction. That's what I'm really good. Um, cause you can run hard. It's like when you have to slow down, that's where I struggle. But I think that's like why Donnie is so good or, or you know, in his prime, he was so good, like in the slick and, and finding, you know, momentum in different places is from, you know, the little bit of late model racing that he does. I think watching, I'm sure he watches a lot of late model racing. Um, so I think that's where he had a step ahead of a lot of the, the wing guys. And then, you know, guys like Brad had to study Donnie and, and figure it out. And then, uh, you know, he's really good at it too. So it's a, just a different style of racing. And, and I think it, uh, if you can figure it out, it helps for all, all the racing that I do. That's what I was going to say. So, I mean, there is, again, like when you look at it, somebody like me, that's never driven either of those, it seems like they would be completely different, but there is crossover you, you're saying from one to the other, right? I mean, or from the late model back to the sprint car, more so maybe. It's definitely the most different type of car I've ever driven. Like it, it doesn't feel like much <laughs> of anything that I ever raced before. Like when I, I remember when I ran Port Royal that very first weekend, I was like, okay, it kind of feels like maybe a silver crown car. You're just bigger and heavier and, and stuff. But like the more I run it, like it doesn't feel like anything. And then just trying to like, there's just a lot that you can do with your feet and your hands to, to manipulate the attitude of the car. Um, which there's, I mean, there's a little bit of that in sprint car racing, but like late models is I, I struggle with like, you go down the straightaway, you lift and it dumps and then slides. Um, where those, a lot of the guys are really good at just like keeping it up and keeping it at the right platform. And, um, I'm not sure how they do it. I try to be smooth with my feet. I can't figure it out, but, uh, that's why I keep doing it. I, I like the challenge. I like you. I like, I don't like sucking at something, but I, I like the, the challenge of trying to get better. And yeah, I mean, there is definitely times throughout, you know, my sprint car career coming up, go-karts, even anything, you know, that, you have to work at it to get better. And once you do, you, you hit on it and you can kind of, you know, stay, stay good. So hopefully I get good enough at a late mall, which I'm good in a late mall. I just want to get to where I feel confident every time I, 
you know, line up for the feature that I'm going to have a shot to win where I, there's nights where I'm like, man, it's slick. Like I'm hoping I don't get lapped tonight. Cause <laughs> I've been, I've been lapped more in my two and a half years or whatever late model racing. Than I ever have my whole career of, of probably cup and sprint car racing combined. Oh man. That's yeah, if, they're, if they're lapping Kyle Larson, then, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I really want to mess around with it. <laughs> that, yeah. That has to be like a huge, that has to be a probably huge be good though. You're good in the slick. You're, you, you might Is be it, a lot better I, than them. I think it's just, it's just disciplines are just so different and like the adaptability is just so hard. I feel like to run with Je Jonathan Davenport, him doing it 80 times a year and however many years of experience with, you know, everybody he does it with, that's his life, you know, and then you just come in and mess around with sprint cars, mess around with that, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to compete, uh, at that level. You know, those guys are amazing. Just like the sprint car guys are amazing, but there's only, you know, you're, you're kind of a, a unicorn when it comes to being able to switch around to all the different things and, and do that stuff. So it's fun to watch, but yeah, it's uh unrealistic at times for me. Speaking um, of JD, how's, uh, how's he going to do this weekend in the, I guess he's running both the truck and the cup car. How's, uh, what are we, what do we think he's got for him? Yeah, I think he's going to do fine. I mean, it, it's hard for, I think anybody to like set expectations like too high for him. Um, Cause it's, I mean, as you've, as we've seen, even with, the formula one drivers that have ran road courses or Jordan Taylor, like it's, it's difficult. Like our series is tough. It's, it's very, uh, contact sport. <laughs> um, so it, even at Bristol on the dirt track, like it's, it's cause we're going so slow. It's even probably more contact, but, um, I think, I think getting used to all that stuff is what takes getting used to. Um, yeah, we're, we're all super aggressive on restarts and stuff. So, I think that's the stuff that may hold him back a little bit. I think the driving wise, like the driving part of the car, um, he'll be fine. Um, especially in the truck. That truck's that truck was really good. I think Chase ran it last year and he was one of the fastest trucks on the track. Um I don't remember how Colleg was last year um in the cup series, and they seem seem to have been off a little bit this year, kind of everywhere. So I don't know how he'll be on Sunday, but um He's a great race car driver. I feel like he's one of the handful guys that can probably adapt. Um, I mean, he's the best there is in late models. So um, what's, I'm excited. What's, what's what's the like? What's the stock car? Is it way close to a late model or not really even close to a late model? Like, no, is it where does no. it rank like on it on dirt? I've like, never driven a, a, a hobby stock or a street <laughs> stock. <or it's laughs> probably more like that. So that's what, that's what um, it looks like. We need to get one of those Thunder guys from Kokomo. Probably, yeah. The Thunder Car guys from Cocoa would probably do really like well. Lee, Lee Hobbs. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd wax us at Bristol probably. But um, no, it's just, I know that's why I like I go to Bristol and everybody's like, oh yeah, like Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, they, they got to be the favorites, you know, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, like this is nothing. This is not, this is more like, this is more like a, a pavement, you know, slick local stock car track that joey logano or kevin harvick grew up at than it is what i did so um yeah do they, feel, do, do they feel like they have a lot of power like do you drive off the right front or the right rear like i've never driven a stock car on dirt so i just kind of curious i don't know it's they're slow um they're slow they're just lazy slow like you get to the throttle and like nothing happens um you lift and like you don't feel like you're like slowing down um you yeah. You just like kind of like slide into the banking and then you get in the banking, you're like crank, <laughs> crank yeah. on the wheel. So, so it's almost like some of the stuff that you learn on dirt 
doesn't necessarily isn't going to necessarily make you better because it doesn't necessarily cross over that well yeah no i think the only the only like advantage that like a bell or i would have is um the first 50 laps of the race when it's track's got grip it's changing quickly changing you know what to look for we know where to go so we're just like a couple laps ahead of everybody and they kind of all just judge off of what we do and then follow whatever lane we go to um but once it gets Yeah. And, and Bristol's got a great surface too. So like it, it gets to a point, at least last year that you're know, racing at night and kind of would rain here and there. It, uh, it stayed really good. So, um, but yeah, I think we don't have an advantage, but, uh, I think Davenport yeah. would be good. Yeah. Cool. Be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I enjoy it. It's different. It's fun. Yeah. It is different. That is for sure. Um, I lobbied. I lobbied with Hendrick to get Brad in the nine. <laughs> that would have been awesome. And he said he hasn't won enough Outlaw Championships yet. <laughs> Who is going to drive the nine? Is Chase coming back, or what are we going to know? Uh, I think Josh Berry's still going to be in it. Uh, okay, cool. Good. He's doing good. So yeah. yeah, might as well stick with it. I mean, I don't think a dirt guy is going to just yeah. go in there and do any better than than a, a pavement guy. So good for him. Oh yeah, yeah. He's done a great job. So he he definitely deserves it. Yeah, he got sure. me some good fantasy points last week. I was, uh, I appreciated that. Yeah. We're going to wrap this up and, uh, and head to Lakeside here, uh, in a little under a week, April 11th, uh, it's Tuesday and, uh, we'll go for $50,000 to win at the heartland of America showdown presented by track house racing. Brad, where can, uh, where can folks get tickets? Yeah, we can get tickets. Uh, Fans can find tickets on the, the High Limit Racing website, highlimitracing.com, or they can go to the Lakeside Speedway uh, website and get tickets. Uh, download the Ticket Haas app and uh, get a ticket, or you can show up at the event and get a GA walk-up ticket, or you can come in the pits and see uh, me and Kyle and, and all the other sh- the stars uh, with the High Limit Racing Series and you know all the uh, other uh, outsiders that will be attending the race. So. I think we're going to have a, a star-studded field. Really looking forward to it. And hopefully uh, the fans come out, support the event. And if you're not able to make it, you can watch uh, this race at Lakeside and, and all the others on flowracing.com and uh, on all the Flow Racing platforms as well. So, guys, thank you. Uh, this was fun. And we'll uh, we'll do at least 10 more of these, I guess, uh, to preview the other 10 races. So, yeah, cheers, uh, Chug, I guess, if you're going to finish your drink. Um, but thank you again. And, uh, and we'll talk to you next time here from the High Limit Room. Yeah, we'll be able to talk a little smack on who does who yeah. does better Tuesday yeah. night. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll time, have so. uh, we'll have an update been, on the it's smack been, talk. It'll be like 215 days since I ran a sprint car last, so I have an excuse. I hope Kyle <laughs> takes provisional at Lakeside because I'm not sure that we're going to give him one. But 57 <laughs> can't qualify on a half mile, so I'm definitely nervous about Lakeside. Yeah. All right, well, cheers. Uh, yeah, cheers. <laughs> exactly, we'll end it that yeah. way. Cheers. <laughs>